0: welcome to another episode of the scriptural cliff note sessions hello everyone and welcome back i'm going to ask you to put um put your um your um mute yourselves so that um i can um do this lesson and if you have questions, um, try not try to um, save them for Spotify because I'm gonna upload this lesson for Spotify. So the lesson today is um, being December thirty first, the last day of the year, um, using your time wisely. And I do that because um, you know, um, throughout the years, we've been very busy and distracted until 2019 from 2019 to now time has for all of us has been at a standstill and it's really making people uncomfortable and it's making people move to the point of stress and trauma um, especially coupled with all the things that's happening so I want to talk about time and being able to use time wisely and to think about you've been using your time um i'm going to talk about time in a um in two senses um science versus spirituality so i start with the question what is time and the definition uh, that i had of time from the webster's dictionary online is the definite continued progress of existence and events in the past, present, and future regarded as a whole, okay? And that's one definition. And definition two is a point of time as measured in hours and minutes past midnight or noon, okay? The uh, synonyms of time is movement, juncture, point, event, happening, occurrence, affair, incident, Episode, experience, situation, case, circumference, etc. Okay, um, the verb of it, that was the noun, the verb of time is plan, schedule, or arrange when something should happen or be done. Okay, and the synonym for that is set up, arrange, organize, fix, book, line up. Um, pre-arranged timetable, bill, program, plan, and slate. Okay, now um, the second question is how important is time? Okay, and this is um, according to scientific, um, a scientific site that I pulled up. Um, And this is, um, it's a world news site. So um, this is what they say. 10 reasons why time is important. And this is from the scientific site. And it says, um, even though it's something that is all around us and most of us take it for granted, time is one of the most mysterious forces in the universe. Why does it matter so much? What are some things everyone should remember when thinking about time? Here are 10 reasons why time is important. Now remember, I got this from a scientific site. Number one, everything is bound to time, okay? Um, Every single thing in the universe is affected by time, whether it's a tulip, human, or a star. All things gradually age and eventually decay as time progresses. The speed of that decay can vary but material things aren't eternal and will eventually end. And I'm glad they said that because when I go into spirituality, you will understand that there's only one being that can control all of this. And as a matter of fact, there is um, a historical um, event that has happened in time period that time actually went backwards. Yes, it's in the scriptures, but it is actually an event that is documented by Gentiles, that time stood still, which it says in the scriptures that it went backwards. Okay. Okay. Um, Number two, the first one is, like I said, everything is bound by time. Number two, um, time is the most precious resource because you can't get it back. And that's true. We can't. This is why we need to sit and think about the things that we do because you can't get time back number three because of privilege not everyone truly has the same amount of time a day now it says scientifically that there's 24 hours in a day however scripturally that's not true it's only 12 hours in a day okay if you go to genesis yah the most high um, explains to you, is only 12 hours in a day. And he doesn't say it that way. It's only 12 hours in a day. He makes things every day. And then the night comes and then the next day. So we know that only 12 hours in a day. And then nighttime is nighttime. There's 12 hours in nighttime. So nighttime is not counted in a day. And there's a reason why. And that's scriptural too. But we're not going to get into that. Okay. According to Gentiles, according to the humans on this earth, there's 24 hours a day. And that is a um, social construct that is not truly um, what it is because humans didn't, uh, well, they made their own time, but the most high made everything. So humans made their own time that they go through. I said in the last uh, previous lesson that um, there, at, there was a point that there wasn't even 12 months in a year. I mean, they keep changing things. So like I said, it's a human construct. And it's not, um, actually what it is, uh, being the rule of this world, um, is saying, um, that time is 24 hours a day. That's what we go by. But the truth is, is that's not true. (laughs) Okay. Um, number four, no one knows how much time they have. And that's the truth. Nobody knows because um, we're human beings and we expire. So you don't really know. And, um, yeah, I said something about that too, but I'm not going to go into that right now. I'll deal with the spiritual things when, um, after I say the scientific things. Okay. So, um, nobody knows how much time they have. Number five, the only time we actually have is the present. And that's why they call it present because it's a gift. But that's spiritual. Okay, Um, number six, how we see time impacts happiness. And that's true. Um, Speaking of the past and the future, a person's perspective of these two times has a big impact on their happiness and peace of mind. Many of us spend a lot of time on the past or worrying about the future. If we are unable to, if we are able to let go of the past and what can't be changed and look ahead to the unknown and hope instead of fear, we would feel a lot happier and calmer. And that's true. Number seven, managing it poorly time or well has a huge impact on life. Yes, being able to manage your time to the best of your ability is in your own best interest. But a lot of people don't. They squander the time and they can't manage time the way they should or could uh, do better. Relationships are made or broken by how much time you invest, and that's true. In order to, this is what I tell my friends a lot. If you're gonna tell somebody something, especially somebody you care about, you're using your time and energy to pay attention to this person and give them some input, whether it's constructive or even an insult, you are taking your time to do this. So a lot of times, when you know, people get upset when you say things to them and I'm only talking about the people that you care about. You say stuff to them and sometimes they don't want you to say stuff to them, but people have to understand that you are taking your time to give them time to give them a piece of um, either constructive criticism or whatever. So you're taking your time to do this. And time I say is money because people do pay you for your time. That's why you go to work because they paying you for your time. So, and you have to pay people for their time when you go to college and when you go to school and stuff like that because your parents pay taxes. You have to pay them for their time too, okay um number nine skills are impacted by how much time you invest and that's the truth and that's how the government works too when you go and you submit your application and your resume they need to know how much time you spent on this area of expertise so that they will be able to be fully informed whether they can hire you or not whether you're the person for the job or not this is all contingent on how many hours you spent doing whatever it was that you was doing to fulfill the job requirement. And number 10 is time is a teacher and a healer. And that's the truth. Literally, it takes time to heal your body after a surgery or after you've been hurt. You really, you really need time. and I'll read what it says under it the old phrase that says time heals everything. And while that often feels hollow to people in the middle of a painful experience, they often find that it eventually becomes true. Sometimes the only way to get a new, healthier perspective on a situation is to go um, through it, you know, give it some time. Within that time, a person is given opportunities to look about what's happening and experience other things. Time serves as both a teacher and a healer. And while a person may not go back to who they were before, time has allowed them to grow or not. You know, when you don't grow, you're stagnant, and that's a problem. So um, we know scientifically that time is important because those 10 things I read to you um, is what scientists have said and um, written in the media for people who are trying to manage their time or trying to learn how to manage their time. Okay, I have a few other things from um, scientific sites in regards to time and um, what's going on on the earth. So, um, this is from a um, this is from a scientific site, a new site um, uh, it's a world science site, and it talks about um, Stephen Hawkins. So he was a physicist, a European physicist, and he uh, you know, they people valued his opinion in all things. Now, um, I'll give you a little bit of Stephen Hawkins. Stephen Hawkins is um, an atheist. He doesn't believe in anything. And he, like I said, was a European physicist who was bound in a wheelchair. And a lot of things that he said, people valued his opinion and his expertise. So I'm gonna read what he says. And remember, I'm still in science and this is in regards to the earth and humanity too, but this is uh, about time um, in the um, area of the earth and people. So um, is time running out for humans? And this is what, um, that's the question. And this is what um, Stephen Hawking says. According to um, Stephen Hawkins's claims, for the earth, the time is running out and humans will be left with no option than leaving the planet in order to survive. Uh, the show will try to discover the greatest invention of Britain as it will seek opinion of public and innovation, which has influenced their lives in a big way, Okay. And this is a um, scientific site that is reporting this. And what he's basically saying is um, time is running out for Earth, and humans should uh, shift to another planet in 100 years to avoid mass extinction. This is what Mr. Hawkins has, um, said um, the warning. So, um, His um, life and uh, death date is January 8th, um, 1942 is when he was born and March 14th, 2018 is when he died. Okay, he was an English um, theoretical physicist, cosmologist and author, okay? And what he says is, um, hold on, I'm reading what he said, okay. According to him, his claims for the earth, time is running out and humans will be left with no option other than leaving the planet in order to survive. Um, He said that humans may lack the skills as a species to stay alive. He um, also claimed that the evolution of artificial intelligence could destroy humanity by overtaking humans in the evolutionary race. Um, The human settlement in space, while human settlement in space seems like a dream, it is yet to, um, it is yet an achievable goal, and scientists are already brainstorming the idea. They are carrying out studies aiming to establish a city on Mars or human colonies on the red planet. What makes scientists think like that is a fact that the surface of Mars has water, which makes it habitable um, in the solar system after Earth. Though Venus is twin sister of Earth in many ways, but similarities of Mars to Earth are more appealing in terms of human colonization, in terms of temperature and atmospheric pressure um, and the conditions on the surface of Mars are similar to that of Earth. Now, this is what Mr. Hawkins is saying, okay? He is a human being, okay? A finite human being, as I told you, he died. So um, this is what he's saying. Here's another scientist that is saying something. So basically, he's saying that Earth will soon be inhabitable. Now, why is that? Why is Earth being inhabitable, and I'm going to put a pen in, I'm going to be put a pen in what Mr. Hawkins said, and I'm going to go to the scriptures, okay, I'm going to go back to science in a minute, but I'm going to go to what spirituality says, okay, as to why the earth is inhabitable, because, you know, you may ask yourself, well, why is it, why is that, and I understand global warming and all of that stuff, but how did global warming get to be? now I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to the scriptures right now. There's two scriptures that I want to quote, and then I'm gonna go back to science and tell you why the Earth is inhabitable, quote unquote, according to scientists, physicists, and whoever else. Daniel seven twenty three says, "Thus he said, the fourth beast shall be." This is a this is a uh, prophetic um, prophecy that Daniel saw from the Most High. And again, I say, Daniel seven twenty three. And it says, thus he said, the fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon the earth, which shall be diverse from all the kingdoms and shall devour the whole earth and shall tread it down and break it to pieces. What did Daniel say in his prophetic word? That the fourth beast will tread the earth down and break it into pieces. What does that say in human terms? that the human people, okay, humans will tread down the earth and break it to pieces. That's what this means. Daniel seven twenty three. that's what it means. Now I will go to Revelation 11 and 18. And it says, more revelation to John, Yachanan from the Most High. And the nations were angry and they, excuse me, and thy wrath is come, Yah's wrath is come, and the time of the dead, they, excuse me, let me say it again, and the nations were angry, and thy wrath is come, and the time of the dead, that they should be judged, and that thou should give reward unto thy servants, the prophets and to the saints, and them that fear thy name, small and great, and should destroy them, which destroyed the earth. What does Revelation 11 and 18 mean? The Most High is letting Yachanan, who is John, in his revelation said, he's saying, since the nations were angry, they trotted down the earth, they killed the prophets, and the saints, and he's going to destroy those that destroy the earth, and the people in it, so know what the prophecy says, that's what the prophecy says, so humans are saying that the earth is inhabitable, why is the earth inhabitable, because they messed up the earth, that's what Daniel And revelation is saying that humans mess up the earth. So human people themselves is saying, oh, the earth is messed up. But how is the earth messed up? They did it. Okay. So now I'm gonna go back to science and what another science is saying about humans on the earth because because the earth is um, being destroyed, what is happening to human beings on the earth. Okay, now there's another scientist that says, this is in regards to um, time running out and how the earth is destroyed and what is happening to people. This is what it says in a science magazine. Okay. Um, It's Dr. Shanna Swan, Okay, um, Dr. Shanna Swan has been studying closely um, issues regarding um, the Earth, and she's saying that in regards to things happening, um, human fertility is suffering. Okay, um, the opinion of Michael Schneider is saying even if we weren't facing an apocalyptic future of our own making, humanity would still be doomed due to the nightmarish reproductive crisis that we are now facing. Just about every measure of human fertility that you can measure is dropping, okay, precipitously, And this is particularly true in the Western world, okay? As a result, we have vast numbers of young adults that are either infertile or that deeply struggle with fertility issues. And the number of babies born with birth defects have been soaring. It gets worse with each passing year and the future for humanity for humanity is exceedingly bleak unless we find a way to turn things around. Now, we know in regards to time and humans destroying the earth, that things are gonna to happen to, to humans. This is gonna be a backlash. So we understand that human reproduction is being um, affected. We also know that global warming is an effect to destroying the earth. I just read science to you that the earth is being affected and that humans are doing it. That's science. And I've also read a spiritual quotes, two quotes from the scriptures stating that humans would destroy the earth and that Yah, the Most High, is going to destroy the humans that destroy the earth. So. Back to Dr. Shannon Swan, she says she's been closely studying it and the state of reproductive affairs can't continue much longer without threatening human survival. Sperm counts in the Western countries have dropped by more than 50% since the 1970s. At the same time, men's problems with conceiving are going up. Erectile dysfunction is increasing and testosterone levels, levels, excuse me, are declining by 1% each year. So she is extremely concerned in regards to these levels. Now, what is affecting that? We can say um, the electromagnetic field is one culprit, 4G, 5G, 6G, 7G, 8G, 9G, it's like walking around in a microwave and people are not paying attention to that. So what goes, what affects sperm cells? A lot of times when men used to wear cell phones on their hip, that affects sperm count. Wearing cell phones on your ear, that affects your brain. These things affect us and we're not paying attention pollution affects us and we're not paying attention pollution in the air pollution in the water everywhere this is affecting our children and it's affecting ourselves it says in the scriptures that humans are going to trodden down this earth and that's exactly what's happening so i say that to say that it is a spiritual matter people don't look at spirituality, they think that religion is spirituality when it really isn't. So I can understand people when they say, oh, I'm not religious. I believe in science. I get it. But the truth is religion is organized by human beings. So, and science is made up when by human beings. So it's basically the same thing. Spirituality comes from the most high because we are tripart beings. Three parts, just like the Most High is. We are human in a human coat. Our soul, our consciousness, is connected by your brain in between the eyes, that it says in the scriptures, and your heart. That's your soul, your consciousness, and our spirit that we got from the Most High, breathing His breath into us, is what animates us. That's what makes us tripart beings. However, the um, average human does not believe that or the atheist, which really doesn't matter because the Most High said that he reigns on the just and the unjust. He gives everyone blessings, but he will be reprimanding those who took advantage of his blessings and did not thank him for giving um, them the blessings. So we know that is scriptural. And if you don't know that, and you just uh, started listening to this channel and you didn't uh, listen to the rest of my teachings, then I suggest that you go back to understand what I mean about all this. Okay, so we understand scientifically that the earth is uh, going to suffer and it is suffering by global warming and pollution and all this other things that humans have done. I just read a piece to you from the Bible that stated that humans was going to trot down the earth and destroy the earth. This is before it was even destroyed because way back in early times, the earth wasn't destroyed, but people was still Um, polluting it. But now it's gotten to the point that we are at the brink of it. And people should have been listening to it, um, listening to warnings a long time ago, and they still haven't, nor are they going to. So we understand that the earth will be destroyed. And that's what the most high says. So um, we've heard from Dr. Um, Shanna Swan and The physicist, Stephen Hawkins. So they are carnal beings saying what they say. And um, we understand what science is saying. So they are the people that are representing the scientists. Okay. Um, We also understand that as we speak in real time, they are rich people and the government that are trying to race to go to another planet, simply because they destroyed this planet. Okay, we understand that. Okay, so now I'm going to move on. How much time does each person have? Now, like I said, um, the social construct, the popular social construct is saying that there's 24 hours in a day. But biblical, biblical word, biblical strict scriptures say that there's 12 hours in a day. And literally it is because nighttime is 12 hours. Daytime is 12 hours and nighttime is 12 hours. So yeah, I mean, literally it's only 12 hours in a day, but because people change times, the powers that be, they say it's 24 hours in a day. Now there will be some point that I will upload um, information and documentation, um, giving you information of how time was changed. And it also says that in the scriptures that the heat, not the heathen but, um, uh, the, the, uh, beast will change time. Yeah. It says that. So, um, in regards to time, it says in a day, um, there's 12 hours in a day. Um, 24 hour days are not scriptural although there are only 12 hours a day most people are unable to manage their time appropriately simply because they believe that um, they have all the time in the world meaning they take advantage of the fact that they are alive and have no desire to acknowledge the blessings of the most high providing blessings to all people. He reigns on the just and the unjust. And that's Matthew 5 and 45. He gives his blessings without prejudice, unbiased, and no partiality, which is Romans 2 and 11. However, humans' actions um, will be counted against them because they're taking advantage of blessings that they believe they're entitled to. So um, the answer to how much time does each person have, um, the answer is that they think they have all the time in the world and they really don't. And we know this by the way that the earth is reacting towards the pollution and the abuse that has, um, it has received throughout the millennia. Okay, why should you not waste your time? The answer uh, is because we only have so much time. Um, we are not infinite in the body. Um, and this is precisely why you need to seek for your salvation, because this time is running out. We must identify, acknowledge, and walk in faith and stand in it once we ascertain salvation in the Most High through the rock of our salvation. And Psalms 18 and two says, for the most high is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my yah, my strength in whom I will trust, my buckler and my horn of my salvation and my high tower. So the Psalmist is saying and acknowledging that the most high is the one who is in charge of all this. The psalmist is, sa- is understanding and acknowledging, and knows where his salvation lies, and knows better than to say, "I'm I'm the end all and be all. What I say goes," because he knows his um, finite life is short. Okay, what does the scriptures say about time? And I'm going to quote some things from the scriptures that discusses time. Okay. All right. So the Psalms 31 and 15 says, my times are in thy hand, deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from them that persecute me. So the Psalmist is saying, that his time is in the most High's hands and that's the truth no matter who's persecuting you no matter who's trotting down the earth no matter who's destroying whatever time is in the most High's hands okay if he wanted to take your life today or tomorrow you have no control over that like i said human beings are so used to being on top of everybody else they believe that they could even stop time and that's not true your time is borrowed time from the most high. And since people are so puffed up and arrogant, they believe that time is in their power. And that's simply not true. Okay. Um, Colossians 4 and 5 says, walk in wisdom towards them that are without redeeming the time. So again, Time is important, so walk in wisdom. Don't be puffed up and believe that you have control over time and everything else, because you don't. Okay. Um, <clears throat> um, Psalms thirty-one, fourteen and 15 says, but I trust in thee Oh, yeah. I said, thou art my most high. My times are in thy hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from the hand that persecutes me. Now, I read Psalms thirty-one fifteen, but Psalms 31 14 and 15 is a little more um, information in regards to um, time. Psalms 90 and four says, for a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday when it is past and as a watch in the night. Um, Psalms 39, four and five says, Yeah, make me to know my end and the measure of my days, what it is that I may know how frail I am. Behold thou cast, excuse me, behold thou hast made my days as in hand breath and my age is as nothing before thee. Verily every man at his best state is altogether vanity. So the Psalmist is probably, uh, possibly saying, uh, Not possibly saying, the psalmist is saying that he's frail. He's a frail human being in terms of the most high. He's frail. He's nothing, a puff of smoke, a blade of grass that has a season. That's basically what he's saying. Um, Psalms 90 and two says, so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Um, Ephesians 5 15 and 16 says, See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. As I said in my previous lesson, every day that a day goes by, time gets evil. More and more, every day that a day is spent and the next day comes is more evil than a day it was previously. And that's in um, Ezra. So um, Yah sent his angel to talk to Ezra and tell Ezra every day that the day goes by, it becomes more and more evil. And that's the truth. Okay. Um, Galatians 6 and 9 says, let us not be weary in well-doing for in due season we shall reap if we not if we faint not. So um, be about the Most High's business every day until you're not breathing no more. Basically, that's what it says because um, what you sow you're going to reap. So um, be positive, walk in Yah's word, um, abide by His commands, and don't give up. Okay. Um, I will say this, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Most High with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. Um, In thy ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. I say that because you are not the end all and be all. We all understand that the powers that be are ruling the world, but what's happening to the world? It's being trodden down. People are being, you know, they're getting sick. People are doing whatever they're doing and you can tell by just turning on a TV and all the nonsense that you um, being exposed to time is running out for everybody and people just refuse to believe that Romans 13 and 11 says. And that knowing the time that now it is high time to wake out of your sleep for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. Yes, time is running out. Time is running out, but people are still walking around as if they got all the time in the world. Not only that, they're being um, distracted. People are being distracted, and they think they have the time, all the time in the world. I'm, I'm telling you, there's, there's scriptures. In the Bible, that Yah takes people's lives straight off because they think that they have all the time in the world. And we will get to that when we start uh, reading the scriptures. But just know, time is not your friend. Time is nobody's friend. And if you don't believe that, look at an old person. Nine times out of ten, you can see that time was not their friend. You know, they had time to run around and take care whatever they need to take care for themselves and uh, mess up their bodies and screw up their temples and do all of this stuff and didn't have a second thought. And now look at them broken down and even older than their chronological years. Um, This is not the time to do all of that. You have to think, you have to be smart with not only your body, but the earth. The earth is a body, a a mass that people are destroying. The earth is being trodden down too, just like our bodies. So um, it is um, in our own best interest to turn, try to turn this stuff around, especially your own life. You know, um, we are still marching forward and destroying the earth, the scriptures say that. We're destroying our lives by destroying the earth, 4G, 5G, all kinds of stuff is happening, global warming, pollution, everything. So, what does the Most High say about spending um, time or use of time in terms of destructing, destroying the earth and destroying your own body? What does the Most High have to say about that? And um, James 4 13 and 15 say, 13 through 15 says, Go to now, ye that say, today or tomorrow, we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain, whereas ye know not what shall be tomorrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that approaches for a little time and then vanishes away. For that ye ought to say, if the most high will, we should live and do this or that. So what does that mean? The most high is saying, you don't have the luxury of saying, I'm going to get up tomorrow and I'm going to do this and that. We're going to do this next month. We're going to do this next year because you don't have that kind of power. Only the most high can give you your days and your weeks and your years. So you should be saying Y'all willing, we're gonna do this next month or tomorrow or next year. Because you don't have the power of being a vapor, a puff, puff of smoke, a blade of grass for a season. You don't have the power to say, I'm gonna be here next year, next week, or even tomorrow. Okay, that's what that means. Mark 13 and 32 says, But of the day and of the hour knoweth no man. No, not the angels, which are in heaven, neither the son, but the father. What does that mean? It means nobody knows when the world's going to end. Nobody knows when Yahushua is going to step down here again. Nobody knows when um, one piece of revelation goes into another piece of revelation. Nobody knows that because there's certain parts that have to play out. Nobody knows that only the most high, Yahshua, is telling his apostles nobody knows that not even me not even the angels only the most high has that time and it's called the time of consummation only Yah knows that time nobody else so you shouldn't take advantage of things and say oh we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that because you don't have that kind of power all right ecclesiasticity oh, excuse me ecclesiastes 3 and 11 says he hath made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has set the world in their heart so that no man can find out the work of the most high make it from the beginning to end. Again, Yah is the one, he's the author, the creator, the finisher, the alpha and the omega. Who are we? Grass and a puff of smoke. Know that and don't forget it. Okay. Um, Galatians 4 and 4 says but when the fullness of the time was come the most high set forth his son made of a woman made under the law so in the consummation of time that Yah made there was a prophecy from the old testament to the new testament that the son of Yah is going to come and he is going to be the light of the world letting people know turn from your wicked ways a part of humanity's wicked ways is destroying the earth taking advantage of time taking um advantage of other nations one nation taking advantage of another nation being hoarding being stiff-necked this goes for israel the gentiles and the heathens everybody is running amok on this earth and time is running out so um Yah has a whole bunch of scriptures and he has a lot of prophecy that he says about what's going to happen in time. And right now we're in a time of uncertainty. We are in pestilence right now. We are in pestilence and we are in disease. And if you don't believe me, remember 2019 to now, okay? This is prophecy we're living in. Whether people choose to believe it or not, I already read to you what science is saying without even going into spirituality. But I backed up what um spirituality is saying in the in the form of prophecy when I said Daniel and when I said Revelation, it says, way in um Old Testament days in the beginning of time, that the humans are going to trodden down the earth and they're going to destroy it. And it also says that Yah is going to destroy them for doing it. So we know in time and space, because we are in time and space and YAH is not bound by space and time, that what's gonna happen when YAH sent his word? We already know what's gonna happen. So to beg people to stop doing things, to uh, plead with them to stop doing things is kind of futile because uh, prophecy says that it's, they're not gonna stop. Prophecy says that they're gonna to continue to drop down the earth. Prophecy says that they're gonna to continue to kill people. Prophecy says that they're gonna to continue to kill whoever um, is against what they're doing so the world is going to hell in a handbasket with gasoline drawers on and the people that are saying stop we got to stop we got to turn this around the world is not going to tolerate them and they're not going to listen to them if they don't kill them. So that's what's happening now. Okay. first first Thessalonians 5 1 and 3 says but of the times and of the seasons brethren ye have no need that i write unto you for yours excuse me for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the most high so cometh as a thief in the night for when they shall say peace and safety then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child and they shall not escape now again I'm getting tongue-tied by this King James old English version and sometimes you have to read the old English version because it's more of uh and goes more along the lines of the Hebrew writings than today's um, new version so that's why it's hard to say this "then and day and getting it mixed up with a regular English, um, old English. So. Excuse me, while I try to muddle through what these scriptures say. <laughs> so basically, First um, Thessalonians 5, 1 and 3 is saying that. Um, Yahusha is coming. He's coming and all these pains have to happen. All of this stuff that's in um, Revelation and in the prophets have to happen. So all the evil and all the trotting down of the earth and all the pollution and all the global warming and all these things that's happening have to happen before Yahusha comes. So the scriptures are dictating that these things are happening. So time is running out time is marching on, time is not waiting for anybody, time is flying, and Yah says that he has to speed up the time, because time is evil, and he's doing it for his saints, so yes, time is flying, okay, Um, uh, Acts 1 and 7 says, and he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the father has put in his power. And that's the truth, because he's gonna make it march on and it's gonna keep moving until time has totally run out. And we don't have control of that, only the most high has. This is why scientists are saying, oh, we gotta hurry up and get off the earth and go to another planet. That's not even scriptural. It's not scriptural that other people are gonna live on other planets. But um, humans being who they are, they could try as they might, they cannot escape doom. Nobody's going to escape doom. This is what the scriptures are saying. Nobody's going to escape doom. So humans are saying that they're going to try to escape doom, but the most high is saying that they're not. Okay. And this, and with me saying that, I'm going to say this. Matthew 6 and 33 says, but seek ye first the kingdom of the most high and his righteousness and all things shall be added unto you. And that's the truth. Seek him first in his righteousness. Not only are you going to get wisdom, you're going to be able to slow down. You're going to be able to value time. You're going to be able to get the Ruach Kagadesh. You're going to be able to get understanding. You're going to be able to get discernment. You're going to be able to get all these things and not fear because the world is going to be uh, trodden down and it's going to be destroyed. And many people who are uh, sitting here now are going to be able to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. They're going to be able to see it. Okay. Um, I already said um, Proverbs twenty-seven and one: boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what the day is going to bring forth. Yeah, don't boast about tomorrow, cause you don't have that kind of power. If the Most High said to you in your sleep, "I'm getting ready to take your life," you will have no choice but to go. Who is going to be the most high? Nobody. Okay. Uh, First John 2 and 17 says, and the world pass away and the lust thereof, but he that do the will of the most high abide forever. And that's the truth. Once you seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness, everything else is going to be added unto you. Does that mean that you are not going to die in the flesh? No, it doesn't mean that, but your consciousness, which is your soul is going to move on to the next um, life. But if you continue, if we on this earth continue to go um, the way that we're going with this earth, it's not going to be there. It's not going to be that you're going to move on to the next life because of all of the sinning and all of the destruction of the earth. It's happening, and people are not—they're just not stopping. It is what it is. Okay. Um, Hebrews thirteen and eight says, "Yeshua Hamashiach, the same yesterday and today and forever." Now, who is Yeshua Hamashiach? That's who the Gentiles and the people who transcribe, transcribe the original um, scriptures into Latin called Jesus Christ. That is a Latin word that's not a Hebrew word. We already went through that. If you want to know about more about that please um, listen to my other um, lessons. We know that the Hebrew word is the Hamashiach, okay? Yahushua Hamashiach. that's who they call Jesus Christ. If it didn't matter, then why did they change it? It does matter. Because it's important to know. All right. Moving on. Psalms 104 and 19 says. He appointed the moon for seasons. The sun knoweth his going down. What does that mean? The most high is the author and the finisher of times. Nobody else. So even the moon and the, uh, the sun knows what they're supposed to do. And if they don't they will be destroyed, which they will be destroyed, okay? Even though they're still doing their job, they're going to be destroyed because it's been contaminated by humans, okay? People doing all kinds of stuff. There's space junk. There's stuff on the moon. The sun is having solar flares and all kinds of stuff. It's, it's, everything's going down. It's going down. There's no more, um, No more um, business as usual because everything is being polluted and it's, you know, time is running out. Okay. Um, Mark one and 15 says, and saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of the most high is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. So we said a lot of scientists are atheists, not all, but a lot of them are, and they're not going to repent. So they're not gonna move on. This is their end all and be all right here on this earth. And they're trotting down the earth as we speak in real time. They've been doing it for centuries. And it's gotten to the point that we are having the weather that we have and we are having the pollution that we have. We are having the things happen to our bodies that we're having, that people are not making the connection. And whether you're making the connection or whether you care or not, it's still happening. So as you know, people, the average person doesn't care because it's still happening. Now I'm gonna read a couple of more scriptures and then I'm going to wrap it up for the year. Okay. Um, um, Matthew 24 and 36 says, but of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my heavenly father. Now, I usually, when I talk about uh, prophecy and how the dots can be connected, I usually refer people to Matthew 24. And I'm gonna refer you again, if you wanna know um, the, the um, events. And um, we don't know how it's gonna unfurl, we just know that there are certain events that have to take place. Then I would suggest that you go to Mark, um, excuse me, Matthew 24 and read that, um, read that, that, those verses in Matthew 24. And then you could also go to Luke 21 and it will tell you what's going to happen. Okay. Part by part, what's going to happen? It's going to go boom, boom, boom into that. It's not telling you how it's unfurling, it's just gonna tell you that it will unfurl. So that's something that you can um, look at in your own time and know that this is not a game. This is really not a game. I also wanna, um, in regards to time, because there's a time and place for everything, go to Ecclesiastes, um, go to the book of Ecclesiastes 1 and read those verses. And it will explain to you that there is a time for everything under the sun, everything. And just like we were born, our time is going to be up. So we have no control of time or space. The only thing we can do as human beings is make the most of our time. And a lot of that is not to squander time to spend more time with your loved ones, to um, be able to make memories so that you could carry um, if you do get older and you can reminisce on those times. Just take time out for what's important for you and your family and to stop messing everything up so that you don't have to live, um, your quality of life can be better than what it is. Right now, like I said, we are going through a transition that is really messed up and detrimental, not only to the earth, but to us. And we're doing it ourselves. And the scriptures are saying that time is running out. Okay. Um, Psalms 89 and 47, it says, Remember how short my time is. Wherefore hast thou made all men in vain? Time is short. The psalmist is saying, why is humans even here since time is so short? But remember the original sin from Adam. So since then, time has been terrible because it's evil. More time every day that another day goes by is evil. And y'all has a time limit. On humanity and that's just the way it is okay um i will read a couple of more um, and then i'm gonna wrap up okay deuteronomy 30 and 19 says i call heaven and earth to record this day against you that i have set before you life and death blessings and curses. therefore choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. And we have not been doing that as a um, human species. We haven't. We haven't been prudent. We haven't been um, strategic. We haven't been smart about the earth. We haven't been smart about treating people kindly. We haven't done any of that. Um, And it's time that um, we do that. Okay, this is the last scripture I'm going to read and then I'm going to wrap up. Okay, Psalms 90 and 10 says, the days of our years are three score years and 10. And if by reason of strength, they will be four score years. Now a score is um, 20 years. So um, yet is their strength, labor and sorrow for it is soon cut off and we fly away. I'm going to say it again, knowing that a score is 20 years. So um, the days of our years are three score years and 10. So what's three score years and 10? Three score is uh, three blocks of of 20. So we know that's 60 plus 10 is 70. So the days of our years is 70 years. And if by reason of strength, they be for, score years, which is 20, 40, 60, 80 years. Okay. A block of 20 yet is their strength of labor and sorrow for it is soon cut off and we fly away. What does that mean? Because times are evil and, and, um, human people trying down the earth, their years are cut off. Now, in the beginning, people lived a thousand years and I already gave this lesson, so you may wanna go to this lesson so I can um, you can understand exactly how the years work. But um, times being what they are, since the first human being lived almost a thousand years old till somebody only living 70 or 80. This is how much destruction of the earth there's been. So basically the scripture is saying, between your 70 years or 80 years, this is all pretty much you get, even if you're lucky, you'll live 100 years. If you're lucky, you know, and throughout your time, if you're lucky, you're going to have happiness and more sorrow than it is happiness simply because the times are evil. Now, I want to give you that because this is the last day of um, the year, and I want to say to please. Um, utilize your time wisely know that every day that goes by becomes more and more evil and that human beings are destroying the earth we know that because there's global warming we know that because people are um, protesting and, and begging the powers that be to stop trampling the earth However, we understand those people who know the scriptures, we understand that that's not going to happen. We understand that the earth is going to be destroyed. We understand that Yahushua is going to come back. We understand that people are going to continue to have war and they're going to have hatred towards each other. However, that does not stop you from doing your job those who are um, standing in faith, those who are seeking after the most high and his word. We understand that we have to do his will. What is his will? His will is to obey the commands, the 10 commandments. His will is to treat your neighbor as yourself. His will is to seek the most high first, his kingdom and his righteousness, to treat people um, well and to not uh, destroy the earth. And when you're in his will, he will not forget you. So no matter how hard it is, and it is hard to um, separate yourself from the earth's thinking, the earth's um, actions, it's hard to separate it from. But Yah does not um, leave us without tools to separate ourselves from um, popular um, thinking and actions. And that is to destroy the earth, destroy one another, Yah has tools for those who seek him to come out of that thinking. So my suggestion to you is to seek Yah first, his kingdom and his righteousness, and then everything else will be added unto you, even moving on to the next life. So um, with that being said, I want to um, thank you for listening and have a happy um, 2022. And I will see you then. And until next time, happy new year. Hi, if you like what you're hearing, please hit the follow button so you can be notified when a new lesson is available. You can also upload a question or take a poll for more of your favorite topics.